Are you fed up with the gay dating scene? And are you exhausted trying to find a decent man through bars, clubs, and dating apps? Listen, I hear you. Dating in this day and age can be exhausting. But the truth is, your dream man is out there and he is waiting for you. My name is Frank Macri and I've mentored thousands of single gay men from around the world. So how do you attract lasting love no matter your age or appearance? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answer. Welcome to Gay Dating Secrets. Let's get started. Hey everybody, hope you're having a great day. I am so full (laughs) from a meal I had with Brandon last night. It must have been one of the biggest meals I've had in my life. We went to, Brandon had a a Groupon for this Brazilian barbecue, all-you-can-eat buffet where you sit down and they, they let you go and get all the veggies and salads you want. And then they have all these waiters that come up to your table uh, each one carrying a different piece of meat, a different type of steak or chicken or sausage, and they have over 15 kinds. So, of course, we wanted to try everything. <laughs> so they come over, they slice a piece off, you take it, and then the next person comes over. And, oh, my gosh, we were so full. We came back to our, our place afterwards and just passed out, food coma. <laughs> um, but anyway, I, I wanted to talk about something that's been on my mind lately when it comes to setting the foundation uh, when you start dating someone, especially when you when you get into a new relationship, uh, I hear so many stories about gay men that they they feel like their partners are trying to one up them or put them down, and a lot will say it feels like it feels like their partner isn't truly on their side, which is crazy because when you think of the word partner. You know, you think a partner is like your teammate, someone that is there for you. And yet, in many gay relationships, it's the opposite. Uh, And here's the thing about that. Those types of relationships, they're more of a competition than a partnership. Competitive relationships, in their essence, they're rooted in fear and aggression. They are not rooted in trust and love. And I want to talk about one of the biggest signs of a competitive relationship it's, it's a sign that many gay couples don't realize until it's too late, and that is having a tit-for-tat mindset. This means that if one person does one thing, the other person is expected to return the favor. So let me give you an example of this and how I learned this lesson the hard way in a previous relationship. So with my last partner... We both thought that the tit-for-tat approach would keep things fair and equal between us. We would track all of our grocery receipts and at the end of each month calculate who owed who, what, down to the penny. And we also had a chore list that tracked exactly who cleaned the dishes, what day, who vacuumed, who handled the laundry. Everything was measured. And a couple of weeks into using this system, my former partner waved the chore list in front of me and shouted, see, look, I have proof. Look at all that I've been doing. Look at how much more I'm doing than you. And when he said this, I felt defensive and I started barking back all of the little things that I was doing outside of our chore list that he wasn't aware of. 
And beneath the defensiveness that I had, I realized that what I was feeling was shame. I had this urge to prove to my previous partner why I was good enough. And the truth is we were both at fault. We hadn't created a team dynamic that inspired us to stand up for each other and support each other. Instead, what happened is we were two opposing forces at war. And our fair tit-for-tat approach led to nothing but insanity. Eventually, we split up, never feeling like we were truly on each other's side. So here's the thing. Tit-for-tat requires couples to constantly track who's doing better. It requires that there's one person that is behind and one person that's ahead. Never are the two individuals joined together as a unit. And what happens is both partners get trapped in a never-ending race to win in the relationship at the expense of their partner. In order for one partner to feel adequate, it requires the other partner to feel inadequate. So can you see how this is so destructive? And not surprisingly, eventually one or both partners will decide to end the relationship that's operating this way because the amount of shame, resentment, and fear starts to outweigh the amount of love, joy, and trust. This is incredibly common, yet also incredibly unhealthy. And it happens all the time in gay relationships. This is transactional love. Transactional love is giving something and wanting something in return. It's the whole, I scratch your back, you scratch mine. But lasting love is not being in a relationship where someone owes you anything. It's about being in a relationship where both individuals are happy to show up for the other person. Now, with Brandon, we really do honor this so well. It's one of the things I'm most proud of in our relationship. So if I'm focusing on a big work project, Brandon will happily jump in to cook, to take care of other things around the house because he knows that he's supporting our team. He's not doing it to prove himself as the better partner. He knows that he is supporting our team unit. And if Brandon, on the other hand, is busy running errands, I will gladly clean the house while he's gone and take care of other things. The point is, we happily show up for each other, and that's what makes a team strong. So instead of keeping score, this means you both give freely, both partners give freely to the relationship without wanting something in return. This is shifting from being competitors to being teammates. And that is the essence of true partnership. It is essential to establish a team dynamic in the early stage of dating because that is when the foundation of the relationship is still forming. So as you start to date and connect with someone, have a conversation with that man about honoring the vision you see for each other as supportive and loving teammates. And one, one strategy, one thing you can do with you and your, your partner or your new boyfriend or just someone that you're starting to feel like you want to keep around in your life, one thing you can do is create a shared relationship oath. 
And this is a mantra that's designed to bring you both together, to keep you on the same page, and to honor the values of teamwork and partnership in your relationship as it unfolds. So here's, here's a relationship oath that, that you may both use. And this is one that, that Brandon and I hold for each other in our relationship. We are a team. We both agree to look for ways to support one another. Our relationship is our number one priority. We agree to not have a transactional tit-for-tat relationship. We agree to both show up for one another without keeping score. We understand that we both have an equal part in co-creating the relationship. And we understand that when one of us soars, we both soar. So that's an example of a relationship oath. Now here's the thing, men listening, no relationship is ever perfectly fair. If your ultimate goal in a relationship is for fairness and equality, you are setting yourself up for a lifetime of chaos. The concern that usually comes up for gay men when they're considering this is, well, what if someone takes advantage of me? Am I supposed to just keep showing up for them? If you worry that someone will take advantage of you, you will always look for the bad. You'll have your guard up. And as a result of this, you'll start to create a self-fulfilling travesty for yourself. What you will expect will come true, and that is not love. So rather, it's essential for you to actually let go of this fear that someone will take advantage of you. And instead, shift your thought process to, how can I support our team right now? What does the team need? What does this partnership need? What can I give? And I want to leave by saying that a thriving relationship is one where one partner happily and willingly steps up to the plate when the other partner needs support. Now, I am not saying to just give, give, give all the time in a relationship and to date someone who doesn't contribute at all. That is not what I'm saying. What I am saying is to form a relationship with a man where you both are on the same page of not keeping track of who's doing better. The second you start doing that is the exact moment when your relationship becomes a competition. It becomes transactional love rather than a partnership, rather than real lasting love. It is so freeing when you can go from expecting your partner to give you something back in return to happily and willingly showing up, wanting to give, and also trusting that your partner will be there for you when you need them. And if there's ever a time when you feel this urge to say, I'm doing all the chores, I'm doing all the work, I'm paying for all the bills, This is a time for you to really have a a powerful conversation with your partner about your team dynamic, what is and what isn't working in it, 
What are the things that you can acknowledge your partner for doing instead of just writing them off for all the things that they can't doing? Because chances are they are trying. They are trying. And people can only love to the capacity that they know how to love. And we're all raised with different ideas of what love means and what looks like. So to seek out a fair and equal relationship is to assume that your partner's understanding of love is the exact same understanding of love in your mind. The only thing that's unfair is expecting your partner to have the same understanding of love as you do. So that's why it's essential to Eliminate a tit-for-tat transactional approach to love in a relationship. Get rid of the fear of what, what if someone takes advantage of you and happily and willingly give into a relationship while also creating a foundation and understanding with your partner that you are both there to show up as a team. Thanks for tuning into this episode. So cool to share this with you. Hello to our new subscribers. I see that we've had a lot of people join and listen in over the past week, which is amazing. We got lots of cool episodes on the way. So thanks again for listening, and I will see you in the next episode. Remember, he's on his way. If you liked this podcast and you want to take your growth and transformation to the next level, I want to share with you my brand new podcast called Life Coaching Secrets. It's where you will learn the exact tools I use to become confident, attract quality men, and even create a successful business. Head over to the Life Coaching Secrets podcast to get started. I'll see you there.